0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast's brand new YouTube page, the Hockey Guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate the new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgowningpodcast.com slash HGP. That's sportsgowningpodcast.com slash HGP. <laughs> You are listening to an FA Cup edition of the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where we'll be picking out some selected games from the third round of the FA Cup this weekend. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SHP Network. Also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow my other X account. That is at Lockbang X. That's at Lockbang X. It's well worth a follow for two reasons. One, we post free plays on there. And number two. More significantly, I post my profit and loss spreadsheet from LockBetting.com. LockBetting.com has now delivered 127 months in a row of transparent and tracked profit. At the moment, the pin tweet on that account, which is always the P&L from the previous month, is the month of November. I've fallen a little bit behind during Christmas, but in the next 48 hours, I will be updating that with the month of December which was an absolutely monster month, killed it in the NFL and killed it with our Champions League futures as well. So that's a big spreadsheet. That is the 127th month in a row of Transparent and Track Profit. In the meantime, if you want to do your due diligence, the November spreadsheet's up there and all of the other spreadsheets are either on X if you scroll down, but I can save you the time. You can simply just head over to lockbetting.com. When you look through my spreadsheets, you'll notice that we sensibly manage a bankroll. When we lose a play, like a one-unit play, we don't chase it with a two-unit or a three-unit play. There isn't even plays like that on there. There's no five-unit plays, there's no 10-unit plays, there's no 20-unit plays. There's no whale plays, there's no max plays, there's no play of the month, there's no play of the year. There's none of this bullshit monopoly money terminology being used by my service. It's just real money. For real people with a disposable income looking to have more fun with his hobby and it's more fun to win and making profit is more fun than losing money. So we've done that so far for 127 months in a row, which means we've been undefeated in sports betting for over a decade, every single month. We've had losing days, we've had losing weeks, but we've never lost for that 30 to 31 day period. We've never done that in the 127 month period of lockbetting.com. As I said, you can do your research by looking through the spreadsheets. And if you have further questions about it, then shoot me a DM at the X account I mentioned. That is, once again, at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. Moving on with your FA Cup third round preview, we're going to start by looking at the futures market. Now, it's very, very difficult to bet on the FA Cup. This is because you just don't know who's going to be taking it seriously at the beginning. Who's going, to talk, take, who's going to start taking it seriously later on? And um, that leaves you prone to upsets. That leaves you prone to taking bad lines, taking too much juice. Or it can offer up some value. You could take a team who are maybe expected to rest more players than they actually do. That was the case probably, I would say, with Tottenham today, tonight. Many weren't expecting Tottenham to go that strong. But essentially... It was a Tottenham team that were just missing Son because he's gone away to play for South Korea, and um, and also obviously the injuries they have with the likes of uh, James Madison and Van der Ven, all those players that are missing. But. It was a strong strong Spurs team That went out against Burnley So that looks like a team Who are trying to compete And win the FA Cup When you're looking at the likes Of Manchester City And Arsenal And even Liverpool They probably won't take this seriously Till the later rounds You don't know what someone Like an Aston Villa would do Because they are involved In the Premier League title race But are they going to believe That that's a realistic aspiration for them As for teams like Brighton, Newcastle Manchester United Tottenham, Chelsea They'll be desperate Desperate to go far in this competition they've all had somewhat disappointing seasons so far um but people will say Brighton haven't I would say that they have I think a lot was expected of them so far this season Man United definitely have Chelsea definitely have this does offer a route to a trophy And you can also expect um, big efforts from the likes of West Ham and Everton as well, who I think might be dark horses for the competition this season. Everton have shown under Sean Dyche that they can go toe-to-toe with anyone. So that's what you're really looking for when you are kind of um, looking at teams who... Might go far here. What are their league aspirations? Are they going to be sidetracked by the league? Certainly not worth taking Arsenal at short price in this tournament. Liverpool, they actually play each other. Um, and Man City or anybody that has their sights on the league or have are in too many competitions, um, such as when you look at Liverpool, they're in the Europa League. They're in the Carabao Cup and they're challenging for the title as well. They're probably not going to want to even be in the FA Cup after this weekend. If you actually ask Jurgen Klopp privately, I don't think he wants to be in the FA Cup. Um, I, I, I expect a very weak Liverpool team going to the Emirates um, this weekend. But we'll, we'll see what happens when the time actually comes, when it comes to game time. But I'm going to handicap that as a game where Arsenal are looking to bounce back from some poor results in the Premier League, whilst Liverpool are looking to rest a lot of their key players. That's going to be my gut approach, but nothing's a fact until it happens. And without facts, you can't really invest heavily just based on your on your feelings your gut feelings, I mean it has been successful for us, but usually gut feelings are based on situational plays if you think a team's going to turn up in a spot or not turn up in a spot um, trying to guess based on team selections and what the managers might actually do without any factual information that's basically gambling on your telepathic guesses which is not really a situation that I want to be in when it comes to betting heavy money on something. But I'm willing to maybe have a sprinkle, a quarter unit, half unit on those types of plays. But... Um, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. At the moment, I do want to look at the futures markets. Man City are the favourites to win this competition. That's largely down to their squad depth, whilst this certainly isn't a priority for them. You can imagine Man City could go a few rounds as long as they don't come up against a major opponent by just playing their second-string team. So you won't be seeing the likes of um, Rodri, De Bruyne, Erling Haaland. I mean, two of those are pretty much injured. De Bruyne has just come back off an injury and he'll be looking to ease his way back in and Haaland still hasn't come back. So I don't think you'll see those two guys playing for a while. Same goes for Rodri. We've seen how important he's been for Manchester City uh, when it comes to upping their win percentage rate and um, I don't think he'll be risked in the FA Cup early. You have Arsenal at 8-1, which is the same price as Chelsea. Um, Tottenham at 9-1 to Liverpool 10-1 to Man United also at 10-1 to Liverpool's the right price here Liverpool should be lower in the market than Tottenham and Chelsea they're, Tottenham obviously taking this, this competition seriously Chelsea have to because the only other thing that they're really going for is the Carabao Cup the league season's already a disaster and Liverpool should be down there with the likes of Man United below them we have Newcastle at 12-1 to Uh, They could be a good shout because they could go all in on this competition once it looks like they're not going to make the top four and it already looks like they won't make the top four. They can go all in this competition and try to secure that trophy that keeps Eddie Howe in the job because I can just see these owners getting rid of Eddie Howe after one bad season after he actually overachieved last season. You then have uh, Brighton at 16-1, to Villa down at 20-1. to That could be down to the fact that they may be prioritising the league. Some of this also uh, takes the... uh, the third round draw into consideration, where some teams have more difficult games, such as a Liverpool, for example, going to Arsenal. Arsenal eight to one, Liverpool ten to one. That makes sense. Uh, it's twenty-five to one on West Ham, twenty-five to one on Fulham, thirty-three to one on Palace, forty to one on uh, on Brentford. Sorry, forty to one on Everton, fifty to one on Wolves, and everybody else is sixty-six to one or bigger. So let's have a look through some of the um, the key games or some of the favourite games I did pick out. It's a combination of, of things here for me. It's the it's some of the games that I consider to be key and some of the games where I really found the play that I like. So you're getting a bit of a half and half blend here. We'll start with the huge derby that's going on this weekend as Sunderland are hosting Newcastle. Sunderland Newcastle right next to each other up north. In Geordie Land, where Newcastle are the seven to ten favourites to win this game, three to one on the draw, and it's fifteen to four here on Sunderland. I can see Sunderland making this very, very difficult for Newcastle. This is basically like a cup final for Sunderland. Um, they probably won't get to play Newcastle for a while because I don't think Sunderland will be getting promoted this season maybe next season so it might be a while before these two teams play each other and Sunderland will be looking for some bragging rights here in this game. On the route to searching for that I think they're going to be capable of finding the back of the net in this game and therefore I think BTTS at 45 minus 125 does offer up some solid value. Sunderland have managed to score in 12 of their 14 games at the Stadium of Light across all competitions and They've also conceded in six of their last eight home games as well. Not that I had many doubts that Newcastle could contribute towards a scoring here. Newcastle themselves, they've scored 39 goals in 20 Premier League games. But unlike last season, their defence has been a weak point. They have just one clean sheet in the last eight games in all competitions. So I do think there could be goals at both ends here in this game. Newcastle score on average 1.95 goals per game in the Premier League this season, as I just mentioned. But BTTS has cashed in five of Newcastle's last seven games. They've won clean sheet in the last eight, whilst, as I mentioned, Sunderland have scored in 12 of their 14 home games in all competitions so far this season. Sunderland historically have a great home record against Newcastle, but the derby rivals haven't actually met since 2016. So I don't know how much weight you want to put into that one. I think you put more weight into the fact that Newcastle do have a big injury list. Um, and whilst I still think they might have the quality to come through here, I certainly think that Sunderland could be good for a goal here in this game. I'm going to take BTTS as my first selection on the show, and we take it at a price of 45 minus one 25 here for this one. Before we look at before we move on at looking at some of the other third round games, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy as Underdog is a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with our promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys how you can win a sports gambling podcast, hockey gambling podcast hoodie. The Hockey Gambling Gambling Podcast just announced their new YouTube channel and they are giving away a HGP hoodie to celebrate. All you need to do to be in with a chance to win, is to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP to enter. The second game I'm going to look at here from the FA Cup third round is Bournemouth's visit to QPR, where Bournemouth are the 1-2, to 2, minus 200 favourites. It's 15-4 to 4 on the draw. And it's six to one here on QPR. Obviously, as you know, my rules, we need to go for plays one to two, minus 200 or better. So we could just take Bournemouth on the money line, but we rarely do that. We are always looking for something at a better price. And I think we've found it here by taking Bournemouth on the Asian handicap line. That's Bournemouth starting with a minus one. On the Asian handicap line, it was the lock, the selection that cashed for us with Liverpool and Newcastle on Monday. Liverpool minus one at the price of three to four. And we take exactly the same price here. Bournemouth at the price of three to four. It's cashes if they win by two goals or more. You get a push if they win by a single goal. And it only loses if QPR avoid a defeat in this game. But I certainly do not see that happening. Bournemouth are informing the Premier League. They've won six of the last eight matches and they've scored 19 goals in the process. They're a team we didn't really talk about but they've shown what they're capable of doing. They've destroyed Manchester United away from home. They were actually the bat side in a defeat against Tottenham despite the fact it was 3-1. That did flatter Tottenham and they've already beaten Chelsea at home as well. So if they get the right draw they could be a threat in this competition. I don't think they're going to mess around too much with team selection. I don't think they have European aspirations and they're certainly not going to be relegated. So they 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 are the type of team who can go all out and be dangerous in the FA Cup. This QPR side, they are poor, they are winless in the last six fixtures with four defeats in that period. They could go down from the championship this season, which would be an absolute disaster. And uh, I'm going to take Bournemouth here, a team who have won six of eight, a team who have Dominic Solanke in form. He's scored five goals in his last four appearances. QPR saw their winless run extend to six matches as they lost to Cardiff last weekend. And I certainly think we'll see another defeat here. I don't even know if QPR are going to put out their full strength side. I think they may be looking more towards their um, survival in the championship campaign. So we could see some other players getting an opportunity while it could be Bournemouth who make less changes than QPR. We're normally thinking the Premier League side are going to be the one who make the changes, but I think we're going to get a very, very serious Bournemouth effort and I think this is going to be a convincing win away to QPR. I'm going to take Bournemouth minus one at the price of three to four here in this one. Another way to go with this one would be to take Bournemouth on the money line as a parlay piece and maybe increase the price with a very, very short favourite. Someone like Chelsea Appeal, they're available at 1-6, to 6, minus 600. I like them better than taking maybe a Manchester United who are available at 1-4 to 4 away to Wigan on Monday. Um, I don't even trust Man United to win that game, but we'll talk about that over on MUFC. With this weekend's episode dropping tomorrow, that's going to feature a recap of the Forest game. It's going to have a mid-season review, um, looking at the overall season so far, and then we'll spend some time looking ahead to the game away to Wigan. So Wigan v Man United will be covered over on Bet Mufc. We briefly mentioned the game between Chelsea and Preston, where I mentioned Chelsea were a one to six favourite and a possible parlay piece to booster Bournemouth on the money line if you wanted to take them on the money line instead of the handicap market 1 to 2 minus 200. You could add Chelsea at 1 to 6 minus 600 to get you away from that 1 to 2. Obviously, obviously, That's not a huge boost by any means, but it does take you up to 175. So that's another way to get the same price. You get three to four by taking a Bournemouth Chelsea parlay, or you can get three to four by taking Bournemouth minus one. I like both selections, but if you're looking for an individual selection here in this Chelsea game, I do like Chelsea to win this game with a clean sheet. Chelsea to win to nil against lower league opposition at even money plus 100 in the competition I think they're going to take seriously is a good price here for me four of Preston's last seven defeats have actually been to nil they've not scored in in those games and they are one of the lowest scoring teams in the championship and that's a major issue when you're facing a team from the division above I think they're going to sit in and try and frustrate Chelsea but I certainly think Chelsea will have the quality to break through and I see this being a comfortable afternoon for Chelsea winning two or three nil against the Preston side who have failed to score in four of the last seven losses and they've lost seven of the last 10 games overall. Um, This should be a comfortable afternoon for Chelsea. and We're going to take Chelsea to win this without concession. Chelsea to win to nil at even money. Plus 100 is my third selection here on the show. Before we jump across to looking at some games here on Sunday, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about game time. Obviously, many of us have been in a situation where we're trying to buy tickets late, trying to buy from a third party, and it's been frustrating. Can we find seats where we want to sit? Can we find good seats? Did we wait too long for good seats and um, didn't buy them at a good price and now they're gone? Now you have to spend loads of money on crappy seats because those seats that came up that you didn't buy were maybe a one-off lucky opportunity that you did not grasp. Um, We've all done that. We've all bought tickets and have been waiting for them to come even on the day it's frustrating. Will call won't help you because they're not actually bought from them. Um, it, it can be a shit show and buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and in a you with killer last minute deals and a best price guarantee. So you can actually stop stressing over the tickets And start getting hyped for the fun you'll actually have at the event. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. But again, create an account and redeem the code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Let me also utilize this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Moving on to Sunday and we're looking at West Ham at home to Bristol City. West Ham are one of the teams who I think will take this competition quite seriously. They are the 2-5 home favourites. It's 15-4 to four on the draw and it's 7-1 to one here on Bristol City. West Ham are another good parlay piece that I would consider. You could pair West Ham up again with Chelsea, who I mentioned earlier. Or you could maybe take some sort of handicap with Man City. Man City are unbackable individually on Sunday, as they are a 1 to 25 favorite at home to Huddersfield. But there could be some good ways to get involved with that game by um, by taking a juiced handicap. For example, Manchester City minus 2.5 is at 1-2. to 2, And you could parlay that together with West Ham. Or you could parlay that together with Chelsea. You could parlay West Ham with Chelsea. Or you could involve Bournemouth in that as well. I think these are four results that are definitely going to be kind to you. Chelsea will win. West Ham, I think, will win. Bournemouth will win, and I think Man City will win convincingly. But let's get back to the game we're talking about. Why will West Ham win this game? Well, it's because of their high perform. They're unbeaten in their last eight home games. An individual selection I like for this game is West Ham to win to nil, which we're actually getting at 13-10. to That's a very big price, given that they're playing lower league opposition in Bristol City who have scored more than once in just one of the last eight games on their travels. While West Ham, they've kept five clean sheets in their last six matches. This West Ham team got a taste for trophy glory when they captured the Europa Conference League last season. And as a team who can match anyone in the Premier League on their day, they'll be targeting their first FA Cup since their win back in 1980. And you would definitely suggest that defensive solidity has played a big part in their recent progress and confidence levels will be high after a 2-0 win at Arsenal. And um, they're also coming into this one off the back of a clean sheet against Brighton, albeit that was a nil-nil draw. I think West Ham will have too much here for Bristol City. I think they can win it with a clean sheet, and I think that offers you up some strong value at plus money, significant plus money actually at thirteen to ten plus one thirty to West for West Ham to win this to nil here in this one. The last game we're going to look at is that glamour tie of the round. It's Arsenal at home to Liverpool. Well, Arsenal, for me, are the rightful favourites looking for a bounce back here. Even money, plus 100 after some poor Premier League, poor, poor Premier League form back-to-back defeats against West Ham and Fulham. It's 11-4 on the draw and Liverpool are priced up here at the price of 13-5. As I mentioned earlier, in my opinion, Liverpool don't care about this game. Liverpool come into this one in a strong position in the Premier League. They're clear at the top. They have to play the Europa League when the Europa League returns and um, they are going strong in the Carabao Cup where they've already managed to get themselves through to the semifinals. So if they're looking for a trip to Wembley, the Carabao Cup is going to take priority over the FA Cup where they're starting from scratch with a very difficult game. Although Arsenal have won just one of the last six League and Cup matches, that's all the more reason to take Arsenal here. Mikel Arteta will be looking to put things right. And whilst I don't think we'll see the likes of Odegaard and Saka, I think we'll see a much stronger team from Arsenal in front of their home supporters than we will from Liverpool here in this one. So. I'm taking a gut play here on Arsenal. Simply on the money line, I'm going to take Arsenal even money plus 100 to get things right against a Liverpool team who I really don't think um, care too much about this competition. I expect Liverpool to heavily rotate if they win. Great. Jurgen Klopp's done it with a bunch of youngsters who have massively overachieved. If they go out, that takes away from the fixture pile-up. I don't think Liverpool are looking to win a quadruple this season. It'd be great if they can But if they can just win the Premier League, that'll be absolutely massive. Obviously, um, they don't have Mo Salah here. He's gone away to the African Nations. So it's not like you can just feel the likes of Jota, Nunez and Diaz because you also have to be looking to protect those players as well. You have to protect your Diazes and your Gakpos and your... Well, I mean, Darwin Nunez might not be worth protecting because he's, his finishing is absolutely woeful. The Newcastle game should have seen Liverpool score 10 or 12 goals. I mean, just look at the XG. It was seven. Look at the chances created, how they scored four actually massively underachieved and we were sweating that lock last time out when we really really shouldn't have been speaking of the lock we're now going to move on to the lock here for the show and um, I'm going to go with a two-team parlay I've already alluded to it so I'm not going to say too much more about it it's going to be Chelsea and it's going to be Bournemouth you already know the price because I mentioned it earlier it's three to four which means that you will be getting £175 back from £100, so a £75 profit. I think these are two teams that I want to back because I think they're going to take this competition very, very seriously. Bournemouth, they are not going to go down in the Premier League this season, but they're also not going to get into the European places. But for Areola's first season, that little run that Bournemouth have had where they've won six out of the last eight, that already means they're safe and therefore that already makes this a successful season they can now fully concentrate on the FA Cup and I think they'll be able to get past a pretty poor QPR side who've lost four of the last five games whilst by comparison as I mentioned Bournemouth on six of eight Chelsea as for them they're just gonna have far too much here for their opposition. This is the type of game that I expect Chelsea to win and win easily. And I think Chelsea will pick up a win here without even conceding a goal. But all we need them to do is win in 90 minutes. We don't need them to win with a clean sheet unless we're taking that as a side play against a Preston side who have lost seven of the last 10 games and have failed to score in four of those seven losses. So I expect Chelsea to win this and win this comfortably for us. So once again, your lock here on the show is going to be a two team parlay. Two teams who I expect to go well in the FA Cup this season. It's Chelsea to beat Preston at home at 1 to 6 minus 600. And it's Bournemouth to go to QPR and win away from home at the price of 1 to 2 minus 200. If you put these two selections together, the parlay pays out at 3 to 4, which is £175 back from 100. Before we close out, let me let you know, I'm still going to be doing the Champions League show where I respond to the round of 16 draw and look at the updated futures. I'm still going to react to the Euro 2024 draw. Those shows are still going to be coming out this week, along with a mid-season review of the EPL, the EPL show looking at the updated futures markets. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.